Hello, and welcome to Native Awakenings. Here at Native Awakenings, we are providing a safe space to understand our nature. What is native to us is what comes to us naturally, and that naturalness is linked to our nature. The purpose of this podcast is to help rediscover who you natively are. As we live within this busy world, it is incredibly easy to forget our nature, to forget what comes naturally to us, and to begin to develop and become something that we think that we quote-unquote should be. But here at Native Awakenings, we want to help rediscover your sense of purpose and find that natural and native endeavor that you were always meant, always desired to explore. Thank you for investing this time within yourself, and thank you for being here and listening. Last week, we had the word association of tarot. What I associate with this term is occult practices. I think of the ether, I think of space, and I also think of mystery and symbols. The divine translator, if I had to summarize it in one word. I view Tarot as this translation of emotion. Emotions come to me in pictures and in feelings, and I can use Tarot to help understand those feelings and pictures. So that is the purpose of this podcast, is to kind of discover what Tarot means to me, and I hope that it helps you either find this practice or gives a perspective shift into a practice that maybe you already have established. So let's dive in. A question arises of why would someone want to get into Tarot? It's a beautiful question. And my personal answer is that Tarot really helps me understand the language of my emotions and unconscious mind. So why someone would want to get into this practice is if they have feelings, emotions, or if their environment is not understood really by them. If they are not sure how they got where they are, or if they're not sure what to do in the space of where they are. Tarot isn't necessarily a tool to divine the future or to give an answer. Rather, Tarot is a practice that one can use to understand the present moment in a way of pictures and symbols. The unconscious mind is always picking up on our environment and what is within our environment. And when we're able to understand what our environment is signaling to us, we can then modify our behavior to fit the environment or to change the environment. If we're in a positive place, a very uplifting atmosphere, our unconscious mind senses that and we're able to express ourselves in an authentic way because it's a safe space. However, if we are in an environment that hampers our expression, then we might begin to also judge or ridicule ourselves to find the symbols of both of those environments the environment that is empowering and the environment that is disempowering can help us navigate 
our life, our environment, and our emotional states. So how does tarot do this? If we begin to consciously look for symbols, then we can help program our subconscious and unconscious mind in a very beautiful way. If you think about it, a large portion of our life is spent in an unconscious state, making a cup of tea, tying our shoes, driving a car. While it might not seem as though driving a car is unconscious, many of the things such as a turn signal or moving out of the way of traffic or merging, they're just things that we do. We don't have to consciously say, okay, look in the rearview mirror. We just find our eyes looking in that space or over our shoulder before we move. It happens from our unconscious. So when we begin to consciously look for a symbol, then it helps program the unconscious because the unconscious mind is always looking for symbols. And when we encourage ourselves to become with the language of symbols and what they represent, then when our unconscious mind picks up on that symbol, we are able to automatically understand information and change our behavior in a way that is empowering. There is a union of symbols and the representations that I'd like to discuss. Let's take the example of the cups. Cups are used in tarot and primarily they symbolize water or emotions, at least in my practice, that is what I have found them to be. Now, if I have that representation of when I see a cup, I can tune into the element of water and I can begin to tune into how I emotionally feel. The implications of this association and representation are truly profound because if every time I see a cup, I'm checking in with how I feel, then I might be checking in with how I feel multiple times throughout the day. And if I begin to consciously attempt to understand my feelings, then I'm able to embody them more fully and with more acceptance rather than out of uncertainty or surprise, reacting to my emotions rather than consciously responding to them. That is one of the absolute beauties of Tarot, is that it really helps us begin to form a conscious relationship with the symbols that we see represented upon the cards. And as we look for and put an importance to these symbols that we see, we're able to have that relationship also to ourself. Imagine, if you will, every card, every suit that is within the Torah. And if every time we see that symbol, card, or element in our waking life, we're able to tune into what we're thinking, what we're feeling, how we're grounding, what we're passionate about, that helps us be so, so present. Tarot is cleverly disguised as a meditation. By becoming familiar with the symbols that are appearing every day, we're able to understand ourselves in a better way. For these symbols are the language of source as they send messages to you. Oftentimes, symbols come in beautiful, beautiful ways. 
and they can be quite direct, but that is where truth resides. It's always right in front of us. The universe is always speaking to us. And oftentimes when we go seeking an answer or seeking a resolution, its resolution is often already in front of our eyes. So instead of having to search, instead of having to take an arduous journey to find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, we're able to really look within the present moment and see what is the environment providing me in this moment to handle whatever challenge I am facing. There's a benefit of not knowing to row before pulling cards. And this benefit is almost like beginner's luck. If you've ever played a game with a friend that is not familiar with the rules or the style of the game, oftentimes they can do better than professionals or experts at this game because they are going solely off of intuition. When we develop our own stories and knowledge about the cards, it's beautiful, but often it can lock us in to the representation that we had the moment we saw the card. If we can continue to view the card as if it is our first time, then of course, use the same deck over and over again. But if you find yourself pulling a card and already telling yourself a story, then that story is honestly and bluntly dated. That story was created whenever you created that story about the card. And this is my opinion of why professional tarot readers have hundreds or at least many decks. It's because they are continually looking for another story to tell themselves because they are forever changing. So if you find that you are using the same tarot deck, it's helpful to switch it up, to tell yourself a different story, for you are always changing. And since you are always changing, there will always be new symbols for you to discover. You may have noticed that within this podcast, I haven't really mentioned a specific card, but that is because I wanted to explain the benefit of Tarot in a broad sense, that it really is looking for symbols. You can do this with numbers. You can do this with shapes. You can do this with trees. Tarot is simply a very visual and pictorial representation of an emotion that we are feeling. And by really growing curious of that emotion, really growing curious of the story surrounding that emotion, we're able to be so present. And with that presence, we can often find the resolution to our woes or the embodiment of the emotion that helps us become empowered. I hope that this talk on the Tarot is encouraging for you to begin discovering and pulling cards. You really don't need to be a professional. And I would actually argue that the more that you don't know about the Tarot, the better, because you are going to be so honest with yourself when you pull the card and you're going to be able to tell yourself the story that is most important to you at this moment in time. Again, as I view Tarot as this beautiful translator of our environment and symbols and emotions, I encourage you to begin looking in your day 
for tarot-like signs. If that practice doesn't call to you, if pulling cards doesn't, look for a repeating factor that you begin to notice. This could be the time of day. This could be the position of the sun. And start asking yourself, what story am I telling myself about this position of the sun? And what does it represent to me? And when you find that representation, I believe you will find true resonance with the universe as tarot, as symbols, and signs are honestly the universe seeking to contact you and to aid you whatever you're doing, if you're doing well, if you're not doing well. Tarot is often called a divination practice, and that is going to be our association for next week. What does the word divination mean to you? I hope these tarot takeaways were helpful, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. A spirit animating my body honors, values, appreciates, respects, and unconditionally loves the spirit animating your body. Aho Matakwiasan. Om Namah Shivaya. Namaste.